Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You know, I just said it, and I want to make sure it's on the air. I want to make sure it's in the ether. Uh, Scott Hansen of the uh, Red Zone Network and me, Ken LaVica, we have some beef. Uh, I, I made some, and it wasn't even disparaging him. It was just a critique. I don't. But I said Scott Hansen after week one of the Red Zone, and I'm a first-year, this might be shocking to some, but deal with it. I'm a first-year NFL Red Zone subscriber. Welcome. Uh, it's some of the best money I've ever spent in my life. I Clearly and truly, I mean this. It's some of the best money I've ever spent in my life. Like, there was um, like things to keep my children alive as babies. This, it's on par with it. Yeah. Okay? And um, I said he's, he's a little too over the top. This ain't the Scott Hansen show. This is the NFL. Just bring me, set the scene for these games. Bring me where I need to go. I don't need the witching hour and all the like uh, robust, um, uh, loquacious nonsense he put out there. It was just a simple critique. Um, we posted it to social media. He didn't like it. He seemed very turned off by it. He took a little bit of a subtle shot at me just being a sports talk radio guy. Mm. Not everybody can be as fortunate as you, Scott. But in the last couple of weeks, you know what he's done? He's grown on me. I think he's toned it down a bit. Not a ton. I like his excitement. Shut but he's up. toned it down a little bit. He and I think he's critique. Yeah, and I think that he's uh he's letting the the game speak for themselves. He's doing his his director of 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 red zone job like he should. He's bringing me up to date then sending me to the game. I think that Scott Hansen, buddy, I'm in on you, man. I appreciate you, and I appreciate what you do. And I'm, I am I hope that one day we can break some bread. <laughs> I think you're embarrassing us as a show. <laughs> He's been doing this for years, just for you to catch on now nah, and be like, oh, little, you're doing good. He's been too, doing good since 2000-whatever. A little too over the top. It's not the Scott Hansen show. And, and you know what, though? <laughs> yes, it is. But he's, I think what he's done is he's he's realized he's a team player. Yeah. And over the last couple of weeks, after he heard yeah. what we put out there here on this radio show, he's like, you know what? Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should uh, humble myself a bit. And he's done it. And it sounds great. And I know you're saying that facetiously, but I, I really do believe because in the way that he responded, I'm not being facetious. I think he's, I think he's, I, I, I do saying, think we have an impact on I, people. I think we really had a real impact on Scott Hansen because he's not used to getting called out. He was not used to any kind of negative criticism, and he he got a little taste of that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that rings in his ear a little bit in his head when he when he wakes up on Sunday mornings. He's like, you know what, that Ken Levicka guy down yeah. there in West Palm Beach, yeah. he said something that struck a nerve with me. I got to be better this Sunday. You want to know why? Why I think Scott Hansen listened to us. Because we have big Phoenix energy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Theo, uh, you want to tell the fine folks at Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast about where they should get delicious meals and watch sports? Yes. Yes. As we separate ourselves from that last joke here. Um, Thanks, Desmond Howard. Something that is, is undefeated, something that's not a joke, is the fine people at Duffy's Sports Grill they're everywhere. Duffy Sports Grills all throughout Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. You can find one nearby. And also, not only are they everywhere, when you sit down at a Duffy Sports Grill, the TVs are also everywhere. More than 80 TVs at every location. So, yes, Red Zone's nice. But when you got 80 TVs, you can be watching all the games simultaneously. No matter where the action is on the field, 
Each of those TVs will have some action for you to lock in on. And while you're doing that this October, you can celebrate Oktoberfest at Duffy Sports Grill. You get to enjoy a taste of Germany with the new Beer Braze Brats. Brats? Brats. Brats. Beer Braze Brats. And some Wiener Schnitzel. Some Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I mean, this is the kind of stuff you want to tap into uh, now that we got this fall weather. Uh If you really want to lean in on that, you go and celebrate some Oktoberfest at Duffy Sports Grill. Or you can check out the new Fall Teenies. You know what that is? Uh, Probably a martini with a fall theme. Yes. New caramel apple teeny. Oh, I'm in. And a pumpkin spice latte teeny. Mm, Yes. That's, That's something. All of that available until November 30th at Duffy Sports Grill. Sign up online at Duffy'sMVP.com to become an MVP and track those rewards. And remember, at Duffy's, our game is always on. I'll try the pumpkin spice latte martini because it is Duffy's. Yes. And I trust them when they introduce a drink to me. They've never failed me in in two decades down here uh, in uh, in South Florida. Uh, You know what that read had, Stone? Big Wiener Schnitzel energy. <laughs> I did. <laughs> that it did. It sure oh, did. Right. <laughs> it I actually me. like our new segment. Theo tries to pronounce German foods. <laughs> I know the the problem is I know brats as well, but just when I when I was reading it, beer braised for some reason brats came out. <laughs> did did uh, you know what a brat is? Uh, this is this is radio, so you, you can't really see our face. But when Theo was uh, coming up on you know that Wiener Schnitzel part, he yeah. did. Get visibly uncomfortable and, and uh, had a hard time, yeah. you know, saying it out loud. Yeah, he's Wiener he's, Schnitzel. He's an eight year old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he saw it and was like a uh, Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> well, right after keep the, from giggling, right after his host talked about big penis energy. Yeah, you know? it's just it's just a nice little uh, tandem. It's tough here, man. I was in a tough spot. I had just screwed up Brett's brats, and I want to I want to nail Schnitzel. Uh-huh. And you got to give me something. That was pretty good. It's a good schnitzel. It was really good. Can we pile on Theo and tell everybody what he did this morning? Because I thought what he did this morning was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was, Before was we, downright yeah. humiliating. Uh, you know, why don't we go ahead and just uh, let, let's let uh, Coach kick us off here. Coach Salah, could uh, you kick us off? Because it is Monday. Uh, it is time to call out all the nonsense uh, dumbassery we saw, we heard, we read this week. And it's time for our staple Monday segment, Dog Blate Monday. Um, no, it's- Thank you. Uh, So let's go to the old show text thread here. And uh, I asked Theo, hey, man, how was Chicago? Uh, This was uh, right around 930 or so. Theo responded, was a good ass time. Hit an arcade bar downtown like 15 deep and just kept the shots rolling. Well, get my ass whipped at Fuse Ball. Okay. Fuseball, F-U-S-E, fuseball, as in the electrical term, fuse, <laughs> or right. in the having bones brought together, yeah. fuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, here, huh? so, so Stone <laughs> replied, Theo, you're getting the work in fuseball? And Theo, not catching on to it yet, <laughs> was like, yeah, it was embarrassing. Stone replies with, Wish I knew what fuse ball was, and I dropped an electric on the proceedings in the text thread. Uh, Stone goes, sounds fun, fuse ball. And Theo goes, bleep y'all. <laughs> <laughs> fuse And I would like to reiterate, bleep y'all. 
Bleep yeah, 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 straight up. And did you really you think stole. it was Fuse Ball? He obviously no, did. I he obviously I did. I wasn't thinking about it because it was text message. Like, I wasn't, I didn't think it was actually spelled F-U-S-E. You kind of did, I, though, I think. But I didn't know how it was spelled, and I didn't think it mattered in our little show text thread. I didn't know I had to look up how to spell it. I grew up with a foosball table. All right, I know it's pronounced foosball. Did you think it was fool's ball? I don't know how to spell fools, honestly. I think it's just double O-S. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, F-O-S. F-O-S. You just sounded out. <laughs> I know, but I... I figured F U. You know what I started with was F U S, and I was uh-huh. like, I know that's not it. Right now, Theo's <laughs> right now Theo's thinking F U. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I started with F U S, and then I had the red squiggly, and I was like, well, let me just make it a word. <laughs> uh-huh. So I put F U S E, yeah. and I thought that my friends in confidence would be like letting it go. It's like a there, there, there situation. You don't <laughs> correct those in a text thread. All right, you sounded out. You knew what I was talking about, but you guys. Being the jerk you are. Also, it's morning time. I'm making my morning coffee, and here I am getting getting railed hey. on by you two guys in a text thread. Mark that. Uh, you got to. Uh, <laughs> uh, you just got to. What you got? You got to be sharp at all times. You, you got to be do. sharp at all times in this text thread, man. You never know. You do. We're, I, we're consummate professionals at all times. I thought text it was, thread off air on air doesn't matter. Not only careless, but it was a shot at us. You know, like frequent foosballers. Uh, right. Honestly, uh, respect the game. Yeah, just straight up. You <laughs> got to respect the game. The game yeah. Making fun of white people for playing fuseball all the time <laughs> and stuff. I love me some foosball. Wait, you thought that Theo brought it into a, a racial area? I think you know there's a tad bit of that in there, right? No, you just didn't boy. really care about it. I grew up with a foosball a table in my house. Yeah. Okay. All right. I grew up. I'm, I'm nice. I'm nasty at foosball. Okay. And, and I will say I was playing at a competitive disadvantage. Two of my little players had their legs chopped off for uh, some reason. See, that's a tough part. Have you yeah. ever gotten your uh, fingers jammed uh, between uh, the players and the, the knob or the knob and the table? Oh, when you're really one of those. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That is a good way to fracture a finger, man. It is. Yeah. yeah you learn quickly about that. Yeah, for sure. But um, yes, foosball, fuseball, whatever it is, I lost. This might be uncomfortable. For everybody in here, air hockey is a better basement game than uh, foosball. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Don't know why it'd make me uncomfortable. Okay. The one thing I, I want to make sure. No, no, no. I will say I, the thing I like <laughs> about foosball that's better than air hockey is there's more of an there's more of an opportunity to go two on two. You can go two on two oh, foosball. Yeah. Air hockey is, is really a one man game. It's really one v one. So I, I like foosball's versatility in that. Sometimes sense. I find with foosball it's difficult that side perspective to really get everything lined up. I like I uh, like playing just like a video game. I like uh, the all twenty two. Like yeah, the all twenty two right. from behind or forward. That vantage point as opposed to from the side. And that that adds another another part of like it's, it gets more difficult in foosball, especially when you got drinks coming. Like your your depth perception, you're not right. used to to competing right on a lateral sense like that. You're right. That was a good call. The, the memory that I have vividly, vividly of playing air hockey. Actually, uh, I took on Ken Levicka in, in a heavyweight bout in, in air hockey. Both intoxicated, absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, in, in, that in, was that before or after when we were playing beer pong? I slipped on water and and flipped head over heels back onto the floor I thought, at a public location. <laughs> I thought. That was in our air hockey bout. Yes, it was beer pong, and I just have to watch Ken slip with with no I mean, wet caution. Like a sign. movie, like a movie, back flat on the floor. Just oh poof. goodness! It's one of those I'm not with that guy moment. You know, yeah, we all yeah, have yeah, it when like, we're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in front of people, just flat, flat back yeah. on the floor, <laughs> head over heels, heels in the air, whole thing. It's nice to know you guys had a show date without me. <laughs> You're invited. You couldn't make it. It's nice to know that you guys are having fun out there without me. You hear this, this was, guys? No, this was the show Christmas party. It was. And you couldn't make it. It was too busy playing fuse ball. Just like, <laughs> just like you couldn't make the show out into the Marlins game. Oh, so my hear God. Pick don't, the don't, be, it on. don't be mad at us because you're uh, no. jet-setting the country all the time. No, there were, two, ball. there were two dates available, and y'all were like, okay, does anybody have any conflicts with these dates? I said, I can't do that date. I'll be out of town. 
Two days later, somebody, yeah. Jeanette jumps in the chat. Hey, it's going to be that date. I'm but, like, ma- but majority rules. Like, we got to sacrifice somebody because right. we have to do it as opposed to not doing it because Theo can't come. You're right. You're right. You're right. I can't stop the proceedings. Yeah. But I'm glad you guys had fun. I'm glad you fell on your face. <laughs> that and, was my back. Thank yes. you. Oh, your back. It was so embarrassing. But then the, uh, but what happened in the in the air hockey? I totally forgot. I don't remember. I thought that's when you fell on your ass. Oh, no, 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 no. That was, that was beer pong. Who won? Uh, I don't remember, actually. I don't remember either. Yeah. Wow, the drinks were really flowing. They were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stone's got a harder shot than I do in a non-shocking turn of events. A harder shot? Oh, yeah. like a, on the air hockey table? Uh, air yeah. hockey table, yeah. See, but to wash your fingers. You, you, you really, I love playing against people that like to hammer it. Because it's an easy counterpunch. You know, oh, yeah. You throw oh. those haymakers. Well, you're you know a finesse what, guy. You know yeah, yeah. what? Because also, too, the people that hammer it, there's more of an opportunity for it to bounce back and then just they score on themselves. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. You got to live and die with that. <laughs> you throw a haymaker, you're leaving uh-huh. that chin wide open. Uh-huh. And, I'm, uh, and I'm coming for it. That's just uh, it's, it's just part of the game sometimes. Uh, all right. Uh, can I hear Coach Sala again? <laughs> uh, so, again, uh, we start Dog Bleed Monday with uh, Theo thinking it was fuse ball uh, <laughs> instead of foosball. Um, right. Dog uh, I think Shadur Sanders, Colorado quarterback, needs to have a chat with his social media team. Uh, Saturday morning after the 29 uh, nothing uh, blowing that uh, Colorado pulled off, they end up losing that game in overtime. They're up 29 nothing at halftime. 29 to nothing. Colorado was leading Stanford at halftime in Boulder. Stanford came all the way back. Well, if you looked Saturday night at Instagram and if you follow Shadur Sanders, if you saw his Instagram story, halftime, halftime, the game halfway done, Shador Sanders on his Instagram story had an ad put up on his Instagram story for his merchandise. SS2 Legendary. SS2 Legendary. That is the name of his brand, part of his NIL, Shador Sanders Legendary. And he had at halftime an ad where you could click on the link, mm. ss2legendary.com, picture of his face in his gear, nice. and an arrow pointed at it saying, shop now. Mm. Well, we all know what happened. Shador Sanders went back out onto the field in the third quarter, and his team proceeded to face plant. He threw one of the worst interceptions of the season to allow Stanford to simply have to kick a field goal in overtime to win the game. And it was left with a 3 a.m. Bible verse tweeted by Deion Sanders to make me realize that, oh, my God, they choked away that entire thing last night. Uh, So... I think that Shador, and I don't think he's the one Friday night posting a link to his merchandise for you to probably go shopping. Brother, huh? It's probably his brother, yeah. a social media team. Um, Shador, I think you need to, to have a chat with your team, your social media team, because, hey, I'm all for you getting yours. I'm all for you selling merch. I think Shador Sanders is cool. I think Colorado's cool. Now, another 29 nothing choke job, and we're going to have to take Dion out of the show open. Mm. We have no choice. But I'm pro-Colorado. I'm pro-Prime. I'm pro-Shador. But, Shador, I hope you realize why the optics are horrific. When you're throwing up links for people to buy your merch at halftime, again, halftime, and then you go out and you blow a 29 nothing lead. Let's save that for the post game, Okay. I'm all for you getting yours, but the optics of this are horrendous. Shador Sanders, that was some dog bleep. Um, yeah, it was dog. <laughs> what was something you saw 
heard, or read. That was abject dog bleep this weekend in sports. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. Who are you directing your dog bleep to, Theo? Well, first, I do want to say something about Shadur. At least his business acumen was on point because that's a classic sell high, right? Yeah. No better time to post it than when you're up 29-0. And then if you, if you have the foresight to know that you might get uh, railed on in the second half, then yeah, go ahead and sell high. Uh, so at least a tip of the cap to his business acumen. I hope he made some sales at halftime. <laughs> um, my dog bleep is going to have to go to the New York Giants offense. Um. Do you want to know the last time the New York Giants, led by uh, the the offensive mastermind Brian Dayball, have scored an offensive touchdown? Uh, oh, boy. I don't know. September 17th against the Arizona Cardinals. Let me check the date right here for today. That was, and that was week two. It is right? October. I think it was week two, maybe week three. It's October 16th. The New York Giants, an NFL franchise um, who who – Obviously, pride themselves. They just paid their quarterback what forty million dollars a year in the offseason. Um, they've got uh, a guy in Saquon Barkley who, who at least came back last night, and they tried to get him the ball to get into the end zone. They have now gone a full month without scoring a touchdown. Um, Mike Tirico had a call on on Sunday Night Football right before the Giants uh, tried to get that last touchdown at the end, the pass to Darren Waller that was a pass interference that didn't get called. He had a call that said, here the Giants go trying to score their first touchdown in three weeks to win the game, and they failed to even do it right there in the biggest and brightest spot. To go a full month without scoring a touchdown, I understand the offensive line problems. I understand that they now have a quarterback that's out. Saquon Barkley missed some time. You've had Darren Waller this whole time. If you're a New York Giants fan, number one, um, prayers up for you. It's going to be a long season. Um, hopefully you're rooting for your team to lose some of these games so you can maybe get a higher pick and, and bring somebody in that locker room that can help you get six points. But going a full month of playing football without scoring a touchdown and your last touchdown came against the miserable Arizona Cardinals, uh, Brian Dayball, we'll go ahead and say that's dog bleep. Uh, Brian um, Dayball, I, in Brian Dayball's defense, that was pass interference on the final play of the game last night. But honestly, if you think that that was called, do you think they scored a touchdown on the next one? The, Given the what numbers we know. would say no. <laughs> Given what we the, know about this The numbers this team. would say no, but it still was was pass interference. Yes. Uh, let's roll on here through our Dog Bleed Monday, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Stone, who are you directing your Dog Bleep towards on this glorious Monday here on ESPN 106.3? Let's take a trip up to Foxborough. This game was not played in Gillette Stadium. It was played in Vegas yesterday. But it houses... One of the most unwatchable teams in the league oh, right now. That there is no doubt the about. The Giants are number one. The Patriots are number two. Yes. Yeah, so subject to my dog bleep Monday is Mr. Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we can throw Mac Jones into the mix every single Monday. I was going to say, he's a repeat dog bleeper. This is not his first rodeo here in a dog bleep Monday. But similar to the conversation that we had earlier with Zach Wilson, you're back up against the wall. Everyone's doubting you. This is who you want to see as far as an opponent goes. You want the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. You can beat them. They're a slight fa- field goal favorite over you. You go into this one, you got a lot of confidence. Well, you have a chance to go win the game. You're down by two points. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, you're trailing 17-19. You got 19-17. Yeah, yeah, yeah 19-17. Well, you're trailing, <laughs> yeah. 
you're down. <laughs> field goal wins the game for right. your ball club. Right. They kick you the ball off. You got you know a little less than two minutes to go. You got some timeouts in, in your pocket here. <clears throat> Third down. Yep. Delayed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you repeat the down. You're just five yards back. No biggie. You get sacked in the end zone, which is like <laughs> the most cardinal sin slash rule you have as a quarterback in the National Football League with the head coach Bill Belichick sitting on the sideline, and you take a sack. You take a sack in the end zone, which ultimately ends the game for you guys, giving the ball back to the Raiders. Watching Mac Jones play football, there was an interception in there yesterday. I think Tony Romo called it horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. He said it's a horrible pass from Mac Jones. Tony Romo, who can't stop pumping up quarterbacks at all times, even if they're abject garbage, Tony Romo flat out called Mac Jones horrible. Horrible yesterday. I thought it was horrendous. It was horrendous. It was, I think it was horrendous. Horrendous is a step up from horrible. <laughs> that's, it is. That's bad. When you add an extra syllable, yeah. that's really Ooh. bad. Uh, he was so bad yesterday. His entire performance, this team's now 1-5, but I will aim it specifically to Mac Jones because I honestly think this falls on him, so he is my subject to today's dog bleep. Uh, um, that is strong. Dog <laughs> Dog bleep Monday. Something you saw, read, heard, Abject dog bleep in sports this weekend. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media. Mark says the only two mentions of the Dolphins and Peter King's uh, Friday morning uh, quarterback. Uh, no, it's uh, Monday. Yeah, I'm sorry. He changed the name of it. But it's it's no longer Monday morning quarterback. It's like football morning in America or something. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't get the acronym. Football morning in America. Nice. One, as long as... He and uh, Tua stay upright. The Dolphins will be one of the toughest outs in the NFL. Two, if the Dolphins lose Tua before Halloween, the trade deadline, who knows if Mike McDaniel would want to roll the dice with Kirk Cousins. Who's even discussing this? Who's even discussing the trade deadline when it comes to the Dolphins at the quarterback position? Yeah, that's weird. What is Peter King doing? What is that? Yeah, that is dog bleep. Go ahead and hit him with it. Go ahead and hit Peter King. Um, That's dog and also, bring back Monday morning quarterback. Nobody knows football morning in America. All right, Peter? Let's go ahead and... doesn't even roll off the tongue. No, 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 no. no. Football morning in America? Lame. Uh, Monday morning quarterback? Solid. Yeah. Uh, when we return, broadcasters this weekend getting spicy. Spicy broadcasters throughout the football sphere. He's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, I am looking at right now some NBA prize picks. Oh, can I entice you with some NBA preseason prize picks? I'm looking at Steph Curry. I'm looking at Nikola Jokic. I'm looking at LeBron. Oh, we're in prize pick season with Uh-oh. basketball. If you thought football was good, basketball... Every night getting into something. Prize picks, the best daily fantasy, period, bar none, according to me, Ken Levicka. Prize picks. Use the promo code KLV. KLV, double your deposit up to $100. So many ways to win. All the sports represented. I got some NFL options tonight. Got some NBA options tonight. Have some baseball playoff options tonight. Maybe I'll even do some NFL first quarter. Just getting weird with it. That's prize picks, the best daily fantasy. They want you to win. It's why they have so many ways for you to win. I appreciate that. Prize picks. Use the promo code KLV. They're giving you money because they're doubling your deposit up to $100 with KLV. Ken, what's that? Don't worry about it, but it's the capital letters in my name if you want to get nosy. Prize picks. KLV. Double your deposit up to $100. 
with the best daily fantasy prize picks. Uh, so some of you may know that I uh, I moonlight as the play-by-play broadcaster of Florida Atlantic football and basketball when I'm not here uh, middays on ESPN 106.3. So I appreciate uh, good broadcasting when I hear it, TV, radio, uh, the uh, the entire thing. Now, uh, there were some there were some spicy broadcasters this weekend. A broadcaster job at the national level is to to call the game. Call the game, analyze the game, don't take sides, entire thing. Mm. Sometimes, though, something is so, so uh, either either great and it gets people excited or just so poor that you have to call it out, even if, if you're supposed to be down the middle national broadcaster. Let's, let's hear Mike Tirico last night. The New York Giants absolutely butchered, butchered their clock management before halftime. For whatever reason, with the clock stopped and 14 seconds left to go at the one after a pass interference, Tyrod Taylor decided he was going to run Saquon Barkley Mm. at the goal line with no timeouts. What happened? You guessed it. Saquon Barkley behind that really poor offensive line couldn't get to the goal line. They just laid on top of him. And by the time the offense was set to snap the ball to try and spike it, the clock hit zero. No points for the Giants that uh, would have come in handy in a five-point game uh, once the final horn ended. Mm. Okay? So this was Mike Tirico last night, who is as down the middle as they come. Listen to him just frustrated with Tyrod Taylor and Brian Dayball. Couldn't believe what he was seeing on CBS, on NBC. Seconds left. It is tough to get a second playoff. Gonna hand it off. It's Barkley. He's trying to run. He's not gonna get there. Can they get it down? I don't think so. They are not gonna do it. Five seconds and four. Giants trying to get on the ball. They can't. And that's a terrible, terrible <laughs> clock management end of the half. That's awful. I mean, Mike Tarico dropping a terrible and an awful on you. Mm. That doesn't happen. That just does not happen. Mike Tarico was fed up. He was fed up. And he's right. That was an abomination. To have him go out that far on a limb, I can't think of the last time he's gone. I've never heard Mike Tirico do that. He gets excited, and and if if something's great, he'll he'll say it. He's generally, from a broadcasting perspective, I don't know him personally. He's a sunshiny guy. That's as critical as you're ever going to hear Mike Tirico do anything. And I think, I wonder if part of him feeling as comfortable to do that is knowing the characters involved, right? Like, it's easy to do that <laughs> uh-huh. when it's against Tarot Taylor and Brian Dable. Because that's pretty par for the course the way things have been going. Yeah, and the Giants organization, like, you're not going to really get any pushback. If he tried that, that with... was the Chiefs. Yeah, he would never. Now, that was terrible from Pat Mahomes. Awful clock management. Yeah. He wouldn't say it. I don't know. I Pat Mahomes made man all the time. Complete opposite, actually. Like, you're confident saying to Pat Mahomes, like... Mm. it's that kind of player, like, you're allowed to go after him. I think if it's Tyrod and a bum O-line, it was their fifth different offensive line at any point this season. There's been only six games played. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to go after those guys. Patty, you let him hear it. It's Patrick Mahomes. He can eat it. But a guy like Tariko would never go, like, against the grain, against the legends of the game, the Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allens. I think he would try to stay... So down the what line. You, so so Picking what you're saying guy. though, it sounds like Mike Tirico kind of punched down a little yes, bit. Yes, hundred percent. He was punching down a little bit. Hundred uh, yeah, percent. I think you're allowed to. 
You're yeah. allowed to punch down? Yeah, I mean, uh, you in, are, a, in a spot like that. He felt comfortable doing it because he knew that, it was against Dayball. And right. they, those so guys nobody's going to disagree. Yeah. Is nobody's going to be like, Andy Reid's a legend. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is a legend. Yeah, it's an NFL coach of the year in the season prior. <laughs> like, with, who has their hands on that situation? Uh, so, so Theo yeah. just called Mike Tirico a bully. Yes. Um, and then there's Sean McDonough. Sean McDonough, ESPN. The Canes in North Carolina on Saturday night. And it's fourth and one for UNC. It's fourth and one for North Carolina. And for whatever reason, Lance Guidry, who is the defensive coordinator for Miami, used to be at FAU, by the way, then was at Marshall. Nice. Lance Guidry doesn't like the personnel that's on the field. He believes there's 12 men on the field. So what does he do? He runs 25 yards out out of the field. No timeout. And gets flagged 15-yard penalty. That gives the first down to North Carolina. They would go on to score a touchdown. Sean McDonough went off on Lance Guidry, the Canes defensive coordinator, and I get it because this was unconscionable on a fourth down. What in God's name was Lance Guidry doing this on ESPN? No no doubt they're going on fourth down here. Miami uh, struggling to get men off the field. And uh, the Miami... Coaches way out on the sideline and a flag thrown on Lance Guidry. What is he doing? I mean, he came almost all the way out to the hash marks, screaming at the referee, Adam Savoie. And it looked like the officials were going to give his players time to get off the field. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct against the Miami assistant coach. disaster going on as they were trying to get, get guys in and then trying to get guys out. And you actually see Gidry there on the far side trying to call timeout. If he's worried about having too many men on the field, the umpire is standing over the ball giving them time to get their subs off the field. So why is he losing his mind? He's clearly upset at one of his players uh, who didn't get off fast enough. Well, or didn't he wouldn't be directing that at the officials, though. I think he was yelling at the players more so than he was the officials. And I think he thought that they had gotten the timeout, which is why he was able to go out on the field. Either way, you got to keep your composure there in a critical down addition. Does Mario Cristobal have an assistant coach problem? Because at Shannon Dawson the week before against Georgia Tech just flat out uh, looks like in video ignoring Mario Cristobal saying, hey, you might want to kneel it here, might want to kneel it here, and we all know what happened next. And then you've got Lance Guidry just sprinting out to the hash marks on a critical fourth down play. I don't care if he was yelling at one of his players. I don't care. That's inexcusable. And it led to a North Carolina touchdown, and then we know that the bottom fell out, especially in the third quarter to the Canes. That's inexcusable stuff. Like, what is Mario running there? Like, what's going on? If you've got Shannon Dawson doing that one week, and you've got Lance Guidry doing that this week, and the players are working their ass off, but your coaches are unhinged maniacs, what message is that sending? How do you turn that around? It's not. It's not ideal. It's not ideal, especially considering that these are all new assistants, right? Like, I know Shannon Dawson's mm-hmm. new. Um, I don't Lance know about Lance new. He was a marshal last year. Yeah, so these are guys he just brought in this year that he's just now starting to build that chemistry with, and five, six weeks in, there's 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 problems awry there. I mean, it's not, it's not good. I mean, I thought the Canes in the third quarter sucked, but the Canes, like, had spells of competitive football. I don't know. They That's looked, bad luck. 
That's a bad, good. bad look. That's what hurt the most was they were up 17-14, and I had a lot of hope going into that second half, and then they just literally fell on their face. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. It's Levicka. Th- what? Levicka Theo and Stone. There we go. On ESPN 106.3. Thanks, Gidry. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Join I Think Financial, free shred days this October, inviting you to securely discard personal and financial documents as well as help those in need by donating non-perishable or canned food items at each event. Enjoy free refreshments and giveaways on select days this month at a branch near you. Stop by a local branch to see how I Think Financial can start saving you money. Each individual lot up to 10 standard-sized bankers' boxes of paper materials at a time for shredding certified document destruction shredding service offered i think financial credit union members through micro shed a non-affiliated third-party service provider for i think financial credit union non-paper items will not be accepted by participating in the free shredding service you agree to hold the credit union harmless from all liability free shred days at i think financial i think fi.com that's i think fi.com that is i think financial uh, Dog Bleep Monday on social media. Uh, James messages in Kim Ng stepping down because her goals did not align with the owners. I still can't believe the Marlins have won multiple World Series titles. If you haven't heard it, Kim Ng, who uh, put together a playoff team, a Marlins playoff team, she and the Marlins parted ways today. Jeff Passan is reporting that Marlins owner Bruce Sherman wanted to place a director of baseball operations over her in the front office. And she said, "Eh -eh, I'm out of here. And she's going to get scooped up immediately. There has to be a clause when they're handing over the documents for a friend. I don't know how it works. The franchise transition. And with this, it was from Jeffrey Laurie to Bruce Sherman. You've got to be the most miserable, dumbass, narcissist imaginable. Like there's a clause in uh, in the in the papers that you're signing over that you just have to be one of the the least business savvy dopes out there to own a professional sports team when it's the ownership of the Miami Marlins how brain dead is that I, I, what are you doing why would you undermine somebody that hey great job is. building this thing to not being embarrassing and now you're going to have a boss <laughs> like that's so stupid great reward god man i, I just don't get it I I want to want to pay attention to the Marlins. I want to want to pay attention to the Marlins. But that's the stuff that makes me say bleep it. Who cares? Like, that's just incompetence right there. Hey, good job being the boss. While you were the boss, you helped helped make this a playoff team. And by the way, we're going to give you a boss now. Congrats. Yeah. With her having the most leverage humanly possible, they tried to pull that on her. That's even dumber. She had an option. She could easily step away, Uh and teams are going to scoop her up immediately for big money. (laughs) Owners, I know Um, you've made big financial commitments. (laughs) Stay out of the way, man. Realize not everything has to be a bleep swinging contest. God. So stupid. All right, on that note, still a glorious Monday. Not going to have my mood. Not going to have my mood uh, lessened. Good work, everybody all around. We'll do it again tomorrow. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.